Hey guys, welcome back to Talking to a Lesbian. I'm here with Jordan. What's up? <laughs> um, and today we're going to talk about relationships, specifically healthy relationships, which I think she's going to be probably more of an expert than I. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, can you tell us a little bit about your relationship? How long have you guys been together? A uh, little over a year. Um, we got together and well we met in September and then got together in November so mm-hmm. we're a month over a year and you guys just moved into a house together and we just moved into a house That's it's been insane. a very very stressful situation <laughs> if you if you want to try your relationship move into a house move anywhere you don't say <laughs> let's see in the what year and a month that we've been together I've moved into the condo with her. She's moved out of her mom's house. I've moved into the condo mm-hmm. with her. And then we've moved out into a house. So we've moved three times. No, that's definitely a lot. So, yeah. So how do you how do you guys, like, maintain, like, healthy communication amongst all the moving? I have no idea. You have no tricks for us. This is what people want to know. <laughs> this is what people need to know. Because you guys... You guys talk fairly well yeah we do it's i think just communicating in general with your partner is one of the best ideas and i think honestly it's learning how to pick your battles too because if you're fighting about every little thing you're Mm -hmm. going to lose your mind because there's a lot of things to fight about when you're moving or just in life in general. Yeah. But if you're deciding to pick a fight about every single thing, her mom told her after we moved into the house, yeah, your father and I got a divorce after uh, moving too much. And I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> that's awesome. That's not a vote of confidence for us at all. It's not like this is the third time or anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you guys did it well. You know, you guys are in your house, you guys are settling in, mm-hmm. you guys are loving it. It's, it's, it's totally different. It's so much better than being in a one-bedroom condo. Yeah, you guys have space. Yes. And, and room for, you know, both of you to be individuals within the same space. living arena. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, how do you even describe picking your battles? Like, I know people say, like, pick your battles, but how do you consciously choose to do that when you're in a relationship, where you've been in a relationship for a long time, and this person happens to be irritating you at the time. How do you pull yourself out of that and say, I'm going to pick my battles and I'm going to let this go? I think it's just one of those things of, do, do I want this to be the hill that I die on today? You know, is <laughs> Wait! You're, you can't interrupt with your laughing. It's, it's just, you know, say say she's doing something that's irritating me it just needs to be one of those inner commentaries i have with myself of is this going to be the one thing that i decide to hold on to today and are we going to talk about this or is it minor am i irritated from work am i about to start my period is that why i'm getting irritated or is she legitimately doing something that needs to result in a conversation Mm mm-hmm or am I overreacting or being a little too irritated for my own personal reasons? Because, I mean, 
you're you're bringing two lives into one life you're going to disagree on plenty right no of course and every relationship comes with its ups and downs but say you do come across a situation where you know it is something that needs to be addressed and it is something that needs to be talked about but you know for because we're talking about healthy relationships which you have and so maybe you can like add a perspective if you're with somebody who you need to discuss something with and they refuse to talk to you how do you even go about that well i think the first step is being honest with yourself about whether or not you want to be with a person who is not going to speak to you because (laughs) that's your first step into an unhealthy relationship this person doesn't want to speak to you about anything that is potentially going wrong at all they just want to ignore it and pretend like it's not there that's your first red flag with anything you need to be able to have constant communication with your partner whether or not it's i'm feeling a certain kind of way right now can i take a minute and step out and Mm -hmm. come back and we talk about this when i've calmed down because i don't want to be angry with you while we have this conversation because i have a feeling if i don't step away i am going to get angry and i don't want to do that so you kind of even put like a time limit on it you're like hey like i need my space <clears throat> and my time but you know let me take a break for an hour and then we'll come back and, we'll and talk about it it's better to state that too because if you just walk away from the situation it puts anxiety on your partner too of why did they just leave are they not coming back mm-hmm. what's going on mm-hmm. okay i'm going to communicate to you hey what you did upset me i do want to talk about this we're going to step aside and give it a minute and come back to this give me like 20 minutes 30 minutes so i can (laughs) calm down and center myself and then let's talk about this or it could just be one of those things where you're not even upset or angry that much Mm -hmm. and it's just a conversation you have right then and there but i think one of the biggest things too is um I saw, I think I saw a post one time that Mm -hmm. said an older gentleman told me and my husband that when we fight, it's not me against her, it's us against the problem. Right. And so many people want to fight with each other and not remember the bigger picture about all of it. And it's that you guys are battling whatever problem you're having. Mm -hmm. It's not... It's not an open free-for-all to throw punches at your significant other. Definitely not. It shouldn't be. But it sometimes is. You're in the middle of being angry (laughs) and you say things that you don't mean and it's best if your partner calls you out on it. And it's probably going to make you feel like shit that they're calling you out on it. But Rightfully so. But they should. Right. And, you know, along with that, you know, I think I think we get stuck in our ruts. So once we have a certain way of communicating with each other, that that kind of becomes the standard of how you continue to do yeah. that. So so once you're you know seeing unhealthy patterns, how do you get it on a healthy track? Because I'm sure a lot of people, you know, we let things slide because we're like, oh my gosh, I love this person, I I want to be with this person, so I let it slide and let it slide and let it slide. Until you can't yeah, let but it just, slide anymore. But just because you're letting it slide right then and there doesn't mean you're letting it be a free-for-all in your relationship. 
my mom always said if you uh being in a relationship is easy if you can live with all of the good things you're Mm -hmm. not supposed to pay attention to what you can live with with the good things Mm -hmm. it's what can you live with with the bad shit And no matter how long you guys are together, the more time that goes by, the more irritating and the more big of a deal those little tiny things are going to become. Right. Before leaving something on the floor and your person not caring about it is, oh, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Whatever. And, you know, five years into the relationship, you're now ready to burn the house down because (laughs) they've left the receipt on the floor again. So well, it's I mean, just, hopefully you don't burn them now. Well, no, but you know <laughs> no, what I, know, I, you I know, know. You blow a gasket. You just you blow your fucking top off because all those little things. Because add up. it's not yeah. just the receipt on the floor. It's the receipt on the floor for five years. Right. It's a lot of receipts. It is on the floor. It's a pile. Yeah, that's more <laughs> than a pile. You can jump in it and swim around. Yeah. So it's just it's being honest with your partner as much as it's being honest with yourself right you have to self-reflect very often in a relationship and most people aren't capable of doing that well and they don't know how to self-reflect i've always been taught that you know like it does take two for an argument Mm -hmm. so like in past relationships right there would be an argument and whereas you know i didn't necessarily see an error in my behavior I would still always apologize. So I would be like, if you would just say sorry, I will then gladly say sorry for my part in making you upset. Mm-hmm. And whatever that was. You know, um, but there there are certain unhealthy patterns and unhealthy people who don't want to take that accountability. So it's like how do you how do you look within yourself or how did you learn to look within yourself to be like, hey, I messed up, I'm sorry, or you know, maybe it not be your fault but still willing to take that extra step to mend things well that's just really loving your partner at that point are you bigger than the fight are you bigger than yourself and are you willing to accept that you may not think that you've done something wrong but that doesn't mean that what you did didn't hurt your partner right there are plenty of things that you could say in life and you think that you're saying the right thing and it completely destroyed them And it's going to be very difficult for you to apologize for what you said because you don't think that you've done something wrong. Mm -hmm. But then it comes to you being a good person and loving your partner and (laughs) going, okay, I get where you're coming from. I'm sorry I hurt you. Mm -hmm. It wasn't my intention. I had absolutely no intention of saying something that would hurt you. Mm Please know that I will never do this intentionally and let me know what I can say different next time so that this doesn't happen again. Because again, it's going to be a learning curve. You guys are going to hurt each other. And and that's, all relationships are that way. Right, of course. But it's learning from it and being open and reasonable with your partner at the time. Your whole relationship can't be 50-50 all the time. Mm-hmm. Either they're going to go through a rut or you're going to go through a rut. And it's going to be 20-80. Obviously, it can't be 10-90 all the time. That's not right. fair. Right. But, you know, you can pick up the slack for your partner every once in a while. And 
No, of course, everybody has bad days. Well, even right now, I'm going to work. My girlfriend's a teacher. She's not working right now, so she made dinner last night, and thankfully she did the dishes last night as Mm -hmm. well. We have an agreement that whoever does the dishes is not the person who cooks dinner. Right. So that everything stays as equal as possible. Mm -hmm. So right now, the fact that I'm on a different working schedule because of the holidays, she's taken over some of those responsibilities, and that's not forever. As soon as she's back to working and everything's back to normal, it's back to a 50-50 situation again. How do you guys um, kind of have, have these conversations? So, like, as things come up, so when you were like, okay, my work schedule is about to be really busy, was she like, hey, let me, you know, make dinner and I'll, you know, make the dishes? I feel like it just happens. I I don't think everything needs to be a conversation all the time. It's just, you know, you see your partner start. You've been with your partner for how long? I think you should Mm -hmm. understand the signs of them struggling at the moment. I mean, I got home from work today and I took a nap, like... That's not a normal situation for me. Right. So, obviously, you see your partner going through those things. And, oh, okay, well, let me pick up the slack in some places. Needs to just be a conversation within yourself. Hey, I love my partner. They're struggling right now. Why don't I do the dishes so that she doesn't have to? Right. And a lot of people don't put probably a lot of thought into it. But Mm -hmm. understanding your partner's love language is vital to making sure that they're happy well and I well I think the love languages are so interesting because I kind of think that I fall under all of them well and some people do I don't (laughs) I don't um I don't do gift giving and that's Sarah's number one Mm -hmm. and I'm like well uh okay this doesn't come as easy to me so Mm -hmm. You know, I get where you're coming from. You know, you see something while you're out. It makes you think of me. Get Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. But my love language is acts of service. Mm -hmm. So like right now, I am going through a lot at work. I'm exhausted. She did the dishes. Right. Perfect. And so how do you show your gratitude to her for doing that? By doing her love language. So we are both physical human beings. Mm -hmm. So I may not be able to go out and get her a gift with COVID going on right now. Or, you know, I find something on Amazon and, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, she'll really like that. You buy it. It comes to the door. This is for stepping up and doing the dishes and making dinner and all that good stuff while um, I was busy with work. So thank you. I love you. I appreciate it. And then, but and then, but I, people so people important. get people get so confused by assuming that when they do their love language, mm-hmm. that's what their partner wants. It's not about acting out your love language. It's about acting out theirs. Right. Because it's very for very easy for me to do an act of service because that's what I value so highly. Right. But that means nothing to her, and it usually goes unnoticed. Hey. I cooked and I did the dishes or, you know, I mm-hmm. mounted the TV. Oh, okay, thanks. What do you what do you mean? Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> no, you're supposed to like, oh my god, thank you. But then you have to realize, okay, they're not like putting down your act. It's okay. they don't put as much emphasis on that because it's not their language. Mm-hmm. Now, if you come home and go, 
hey, I found this and I got it for you. She's going to melt at my feet. Literally. She gets all gushy and... And so you understand that about her. You know, you mm-hmm. you guys have taken the time to learn those things about each other and have those deep conversations, you know, at night during the day as life goes on. And a lot of people don't take the time to do that. We go through our life where we push things under the rug. We don't talk about things. We, we get complacent. Yeah. So in a, in a long-term relationship, let's say it's like, you know, 10 years down the road... You have your parents, you know, who are together, who are an example for you. Mm-hmm. Of what to do and what not to do. And that's exactly why I wanted to have <laughs> this conversation with you is because you have all of these healthy relationships in your life. And so, <clears throat> and that's something that not a lot of people have is those healthy reminders of, you know, what, what you should be receiving and also what you should be giving to your partner. Um, so 10 years down the road, how do you, how do, how do your parents maintain healthiness because you know I I know we're talking about you and Sarah and you know this is a lesbian podcast but it's just like any other relationship Mm -hmm. and so how how do they keep things healthy how do they stay happy and excited to see each other my mom's firm belief is you fight about three things in life and it's money sex and kids so my mom has me my dad has his three kids Mm -hmm. one was never present as far as growing up with all of us but the other two were Mm -hmm. so obviously I'm the youngest I am 26 and out of the house now so kids is no longer something that they fight about uh money every once in a while they'll have a little tiff about it but for the most part my mom doesn't work just because she doesn't really have to Mm -hmm. he has a great job and sex as far as what my mom says they can't keep their hands off of each other so and that's as far as you want the, yep, in, yep, that's <laughs> the conversation to go. Yep. So, I mean, it's, again, picking your battles. It's minimizing the amount of things that you guys have to fight about so that you do stay happy. I mean, yeah, everyone has their, their stuff that they go through. But if you can live throughout your day and go, I love my person and they're the person that I go to for anything and everything... And yeah, we fight, but I never lose sight of the fact that I love them and Mm -hmm. I want to keep fighting because the big thing is if you stop getting the will to fight, it means you've already given up. Mm -hmm. You don't want to put the work in anymore to make it work. Well, and and I, I think a fundamental or the most important aspect of a relationship for me, you know, along with, you know, trust. Um, is, is respect. Mm-hmm. You know, I, the whole, you know, getting into an argument and then withholding love and making the person that you're with feel like you hate them. I feel it's unacceptable. My mom told me one time, she's like, have a fight. And when you guys are standing up doing something, pull their pants down. <laughs> and see if you can fight while you're trying to pants each other. And I was like, what makes you even think about that? She's like, because you don't think about it. You're so deep into a fight that you need to gain perspective again as to who you're speaking to. You're not speaking to a friend. You're not, you're not speaking to a stranger. You're not speaking to an acquaintance. You're speaking to your partner. 
-hmm. You need to respect them above all else when you're having any kind of conversation or fight. And when you lose sight of it, it's very important for both of you guys to try to get it back. That's right. where the breaks come in very handy. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to do this with you when we're speaking to each other like this. Mm -hmm. So either we need to take a break or this is me checking us right now and we're done having the conversation like this. Mm -hmm. And we continue like adults and not children. Right. And, I was like, and both people, I, both I people joining in on the conversation yeah. and it being a back and forth. Well, mutual. I, I think people would be amazed <laughs> at how far it would go when you're having a fight is to just maintain some form of contact with their person. Even if your feet are just touching each other, mm -hmm. it's still some form of connection that you have that should be able to keep you grounded enough to not be violent. Well, and I mean, even even but, even just vocally violent. But if you have that connection, like you're not going to feel like you're going to say, yes, we're having a disagreement right now. Yes, it sucks. No, we're not seeing eye to eye. <clears throat> but I know that even though we're having this disagreement, I know that I love you and I know that you love me. Mm -hmm. And I know that you don't hate me over this. Yeah. Right? And, and, and sometimes it needs to be at the end of the conversation. Look. We are never going to agree, agree on this, obviously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is just something so fundamental to us as human beings that we're not going to agree on it. And we just need to do our best to not fight about it. Mm -hmm. We need to understand that you feel one way, I feel one way. We need to accept that about each other. We're going to agree on a lot and we're going to disagree on a lot. There's going to be compromise where there can be compromise. And sometimes there is no compromise available. Mm -hmm. It's just how it's going to be. And you just have to minimize the amount of disagree disagreements that you have mm -hmm. when it comes to it. And, and, and really get down to the, the fact that you love your partner mm -hmm. more than this fight. Right. So, you know, it's going to come up again, obviously, if it's a permanent part of your life. It's going to keep coming up and keep coming up. But how much do you love your partner to either let it go and agree to disagree? Or is this going to be the thing that breaks you? Okay. And again, that's another self-reflection deal. Well, and so along with self-reflection, how often should somebody assess their relationship that they're in? I feel like it should be a constant thing. Why? Because you're having the idea that you're going to spend the rest of your life with this person. You need to cover all of the bases and be damn sure that this is the person that you want to be with. Mm -hmm. Because not only are you going to hurt yourself down the line, but you're going to hurt them too if you've already thought about the fact that, yeah, I really like this, but you know... Uh, <laughs> and you're like, what, what, what is that? Well, there's that little bit of doubt in there somewhere. You shouldn't yeah. have any doubt when it comes to the right person. You shouldn't. It should just be there. You're right. You know, every, again, everyone's going to have their fights, but that doesn't mean that it can cause doubt whether or not you love the person and want to spend the rest of your life with them. Right. You, you have to accept the fact that you're going to fight. No, absolutely. Everybody fights. Mm -hmm. you, you know, whether it's in a romantic relationship, whether it's your parent, whether it's your siblings, whether it's a coworker, 
you fight with everybody in life. Mm-hmm. You know, fights are normal. But being able to sit down, communicate, talk about it in a healthy way, and be respectful and always be loving mm-hmm. to one another. You know, these sound like the fundamental principles of what it takes to maintain a healthy relationship. Yeah. With lesbians, with with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and no, just because you're lesbians doesn't make it easier. Oh, I think it makes it harder. It does. I think, There's I really two think periods involved. Well, it's, and it's all the overthinking. <laughs> yes, but again, it's two periods involved. One day you want to kill each other, and the next you're like, oh, I love you so much. And you're or like, or you're like sobbing, and you're like, please help me. Yeah, you're second-guessing everything, <laughs> and the other person hates you for it because you're both on your period at the same time. I feel like in every single episode that we've had on the podcast, I think we've talked about periods in some aspect. <laughs> I think this is going to be it's a, a big theme. portion. It's a big we'll portion. We'll just change the podcast theme. <laughs> period. <laughs> and it's just a period too. It's not even yeah. the word. It's just uh-huh. just a dot. Well, I I appreciate so much you coming and talking with me about all this. Anytime. I hope. That Lord you... knows we do it enough already. I know. We well, we were having a conversation on my driveway. Not long ago. Like was it last week? I think so. Yeah. And I feel like our conversations are really deep and enlightening. And I feel like we have different perspectives, but similar. Yeah. And so I always appreciate talking with you. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so hopefully you'll be back soon. And maybe Sarah will be back on here. Sure. And she'll she, do an episode with me. I think she would enjoy that. Or we can do an episode, all three of us. Yes. Oh, that would be fun. That'd be so fun. There might Ooh. not be a lot of talking, though. Well, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. No, no, not that way. <laughs> I mean, there's just going to be lots of laughing nonstop. There's not going to be any talking. I feel like it should be like um, like one of those newlywed games. Not oh, that you guys are oh where you lift the shoe? Lift the shoe. <laughs> What, what shoe? You know, like they go, uh, who's the worst driver? And then you have to like lift your shoe and vote on who is the worst driver. Oh yeah, but you guys would have to like, you know. I mean, obviously it's her. Out. It's yeah. not me. <laughs> <laughs> I was terrified in the car with her the other day. That is one thing we have in common, though. She's terrified in the car with me, and I'm terrified in the car with her, but for two totally separate reasons. I, I think I think we definitely have to have you guys both on at the same okay. time. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, so is there anything you want to say to close out the episode? Any advice? Words of wisdom? Uh... You know, I always put everybody on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just be honest with yourself. And like my mom says, trust your gut. Trust the little guy on your shoulder. If mm-hmm. something is being funky, listen to it. It's for a reason. Your intuition is there for a reason. Listen to it. And it's it's okay to make the choice to live your life the way that you need to live your life. And it's absolutely okay to choose to be happy with the person that you're with. I love that. Just be honest. Be honest about all of it. Don't lie to them and don't lie to yourself because it's just going to get either of you nowhere. Couldn't agree more. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And um, if you want to email, you can find that link in the description. Um, We also have an Instagram and a Twitter, so you can contact us on there. 
and we will see you next time. See ya. Bye.